You got your weak ass tea? <laughs> I do have my weak ass tea. Do you have your gin? Fuck yeah. You're evil. Hold on. I'm just. I'm uh huh. Gonna end up knocking the carts. Yes, you are. <laughs> Shit. Um. We're recording from the foyer tonight. <laughs> the foyer, as it were. Oh. Because we've left this real late. It's Halloween here. Yes, it is. Spooky day. It's been a hell of a week, too. <laughs> it's been a hell of a week. It is. Just glad it's over. I am real glad it's over. <laughs> yeah. Celebratory gin. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. I am feeling you. <laughs> as soon as I... It's right there. When you finish your tea, you I'll... can have gin and kombucha. Trust me, as soon as the tea's gone... Like I'm... the grown-ups do. I'm, I'm going to be a grown-up, too. <laughs> but yeah, if there's like weird background noises, it's just me like bumping into my coats <laughs> that are hanging up on the wall. It's fine. I'm fine. <laughs> We're fine, you guys. We're also like two days late doing this so and two dollars short <laughs> as per usual yes should you feel like donating <laughs> feel free we can use it <laughs> no both in time and money if you have extra time if you, you have, want to send us we'll take some it. time and you want to volunteer to teach my mother technology <laughs> so that she can learn some of this too oh, trust me nobody has that much time honey oh, <laughs> nobody. we can try no, we can't. No. <laughs> just, just no. <laughs> but happy Halloween, people. Oh, yay. We trick-or-treated. They don't do much of, like, Halloween stuff here, but our neighborhood is really lucky in that, like, there's, like, two streets that really get into it. And they... Two whole streets in an entire suburb, you guys. But it really rocked it out, though. Yeah. It was, I mean, consider. I mean, all things considered. I mean, the weather had been yeah. rubbish all day, and then virus issues and all of that it oh was... for sure and like we're super lucky that like we're in new zealand and covid isn't in the community here so we don't have to worry about being terribly socially distant and At the moment thinking about that sort of thing right this second that could change tomorrow or the mm -hmm. next day or at any moment but yeah. for right now it's okay and we can do halloween and trick-or-treat and have a semblance of a normal life yeah. But yeah, so it was. I mean, who knows for how long? Yeah, exactly. But it was it was good fun. But ye God, yeah, yeah. So my child got real sugar high, stayed up <laughs> real late. So we're recording real late. We're recording real late, <laughs> and for once, not in his room while he's at school. So <laughs> we're gonna really. It'd be awkward if we were. <laughs> we're gonna kick ourselves in the ass. You realize if we have better acoustics in the foyer than we. It's just such a cramped space. <laughs> yeah. Oh. It's a, just a little uncomfortable. And uh -huh. looking at the freaky fish there is really... Look, yeah. that's James's favorite thing. I Look at the boob picture instead. I can't see it as well. That's directly... That's in my line of sight. So I'm just well, don't look. look at that. Look at me. I'll just look, look at, at my, my face. I'll look at my notes. How's that? I'll make faces no, at don't, you. Don't make a fish face at me, please. It just makes me look up there. So okay, cool. Yeah, just not. Well, <laughs> um, super exciting because we have got a promo today. Oh yes, yes we do for yes. co coffee and the macabre. Yes, and oh, I, they are. <laughs> These three are funny. They are. 
Uh, and, and one of the reasons I really like them is one of them has a Jack Russell Terrier. Yeah. And I'm just saying, anybody who can own a Jack Russell Terrier... No, they, still, you don't own them. And, ...and still be sane. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I... I yeah, <laughs> I, I, all the love in the world if you can, if you can do that. Right, because, and yeah. I'm really loving the surprise at, wait, do I have a New Jersey accent? No. Oh, I know, yeah. Right. <laughs> so I'm like, yes, you really do. No, no, you sound like you're from South Carolina, honey. <laughs> yeah. no, no, but they're really cool. They're really um they're really funny. They're really interesting. They yeah. cover some really interesting things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The the subject matter is very varied. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's awesome. It's kind of like right up our alley. Anything mm-hmm. to do with drinking coffee and talking mm-hmm. about some weird shit. They're there. Oh, yeah. We could definitely oh, be yeah. buddies. Oh, no doubt. I quite like them. Mm-hmm. Hit us up, girls. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So we will put their promo in here if i can figure out how to do it again because i'm real shit at this but yeah so here hi there podcast listeners i'm amanda i'm ryan and i'm rachel and this is coffee in the macabre we're a podcast dishing out all the strange all the unusual with a little bit of creepy in between so pour yourself a cup of coffee lock your doors and strap in for some questionable conspiracies particularly paranormal occurrences and the most menacingly macabre stories this universe has to offer you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and you can listen wherever you get your podcasts. And hopefully that worked. <laughs> Did it work? I will find out. <laughs> Somebody tell us if it didn't work. Yeah, really. <laughs> um, yeah. Do you want to talk about what we're talking about? Um, Halloween. <laughs> what else? What? <laughs> Dear, what else would you do? Hmm. Um, yes, we are. So you're covering... <laughs> well, mine, mine is in, in typical form for me. <laughs> it's a brief history of Halloween <laughs> for Baldrick's. And yes, Lord Blackadder, it does involve a turnip. Excellent. Yes. I love a good turnip story. Yes, well, you know. Do you want to go first, since you're talking about... Turnips. <laughs> turnips. Yes. And why we celebrate this day. Sure. Well, yeah. Okie dokie. So I have a, yep, I have a cunning plan. Let's talk Halloween history, yes. that is. Yes, 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 yes. So Halloween, or uh, in Christian tradition, is All Hallows' Eve, um, mm-hmm. supposedly the eve of All Saints' Day. Um, actually, it began as a Celtic celebration called Samhain, and it's the most one of the most important of the four quarterly fire festivals. And I'm sure you really need to know what the quarterly festivals are. I really do. I knew you did. <laughs> so there's Embalk, which is the first day of spring, and it's usually the first of February. Um, Beltane, which is the first day of May, marking the end of the dark part of the year and it's really interestingly called (laughs) Beltane because that's Gaelic for the month of May oh Uh, I know smart these fellas are right and then there's Lacosa which is the first of August which shockingly is 
Gaelic for August. <laughs> and then, of course, there's Samhain, which is actually the 1st of November. It's the New Year's Day, and it's Gaelic for November. So wait, do we celebrate it on the wrong day? Well, Are we doing this wrong? No, I mean... As per usual? No, actually, I mean, Samhain is properly the 1st of November, but the celebration usually used to fall in the good old days. <laughs> um, it was like a three-day celebration, and it was mandatory attendance at one point. Um, it, it, it was not something that you messed with, because you had to placate the gods. You had to celebrate. You had to bring in the, the new year. Okay. And if you didn't participate, you were apt to not see another year. Oh, it sounds was, a bit brutal. Well, I mean, you know, it's kind of like right. when you have a, a four-year-old and they tell you you're going trick-or-treating. You either go trick-or-treating or you may not live to see another year or yeah. wish you hadn't. <laughs> I mean, yeah. They, they don't forgive. So, no. Yeah, it was kind of the same way back in the good old days. I'd really be careful about calling that the good old days. <laughs> well, I mean, it depends on how you look at it, I suppose. But anyway, um, so Samhain... So falls at the midpoint between the fall equinox and the winter solstice. So thus the October 31st, November 1st time frame. Okay. Now the Celts believed that this was the time when the veil between the world of the living and the world of the dead was thinnest. So spirits of the oldies could reach through and visit. Mm. And the spirits uh, or fairies were called the, the she. <laughs> the she? Uh-huh. Yeah, so. Girl power, yo. Yeah, exactly. And if, you know, if they didn't celebrate and, and if they didn't share the fire from the, the, the Samhain celebration, um, they couldn't ward off the she. And if the she came through, they might kidnap you and take you to the land of the dead. So does this link up with the the lore around fairies stealing babies essentially well, or like replacing oh no grown ass no. adults with versions of themselves that weren't them no, does they, that link no, with that lore at all no they just kidnap your ass and take you to the land of the dead look this year i'm not I'm opposed yeah i mean you know tear the veil use it as a bandage for our souls and let's move on i mean i'm just yeah no uh, it's, this this is it, is anybody even using the veil anyway? <laughs> Just fucking do away with it, okay? Well, like I said, I, I shouldn't it's... be saying that right next to my spare room. Yeah, no, you you might don't want to. That's where the, the demon she. lives. That's where she lives. <laughs> so anyway, it, everybody's pretty much had their fill of that whole this whole lore and legend about the veil and the dead and the living and all that. But that's so, my favorite. But I'm here for the turnip carving. Okay. So it starts. With the story of Stingy Jack. Ah, oh, yes. I was trying to tell James, and I couldn't remember why they were called jack-o'-lanterns and why it's always Pumpkin Jack. I'm about to tell you. Because as all good stories do, this one begins in a pub. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Jack invades... in a pub. <laughs> yeah. Jack invites our old mate Satan into his local to have a drink. As you do. As you would. I mean, you run into Satan. I mean, Just what up, homie? Let's go have a beer. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) So, and true to his name, Stingy, he doesn't want to pay for his drink. 
So, in an act of I, pure bar, blarney charm, I, I'm just not sure, he convinces the devil to turn himself into a coin that Jack can use in turn use to pay for their drinks. And it's a sales pitch that I would just dearly have loved to have been able to have heard. I mean, how do you convince the devil to, con to turn himself into a coin so you can pay the barman for your drinks? I would I, like to imagine they were both real drunk. I, and he's like, look, dude, I, I, I left my wallet at home. home. I'm going to need you to do a thing for me. Yeah, I mean, can you imagine? Just just listen, because it's good. Seriously, it's going to work. This is, I love you, man. <laughs> you're, you're so beautiful. That's the one. Do you know how pretty you are? <laughs> I bet he did. <laughs> oh my God. Like I said, it's a sales pitch I'd love to have heard. But anyway, it works. Okay. <laughs> Devil's not the brightest bulb in the... I mean, you know. But, so the devil does it. However, Jack decides that... He likes the feel of coin in his pocket. Oh my god, so he keeps the devil. <laughs> he puts in his the pocket. devil coin in his pocket next. <laughs> and I have to actually read this because I still, I mean, every time I look at it, I go, that can't be, but it's true. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, the story. But this, <laughs> this, this is not, a true story, yeah, you no, guys. This definitely it happened. Be, it could be a true story, man. This could be door number two. Look, for this episode, like for the purposes of this, we are going a thousand percent this door number door two. Door number two. Absolutely. Yeah. So he puts the devil coin in his pocket next to a silver cross. <laughs> <laughs> Does which, that stop the devil from transforming exactly, back? Exactly, which prevents the devil from changing back into his previous form. Does it have to be silver? Apparently. Or, I, apparently so, like, silver is magic. I guess it is. Oh, God, but, my husband it, will be so happy to hear that. <laughs> so whenever he invites the devil into his local to have a drink with him, he needs to If he a, does, I will fucking kill him myself. Turn into a coin and put it in with some silver. I mean, just saying. No. And, oh, and it has to be a crucifix, just so as you know. Okay. Okay. Okay, cool, 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 cool <laughs> So anyway, cool, cool. Jack goes on his merry way. Well... <laughs> Just with the devil in his back pocket. In, in his pocket with the, the crucifix, yes. You know, I've so, heard of having, like, police in your pocket and yeah, well, government officials in your pocket, but I've never heard no. of it going that high up in the government. No, it and it did. Okay. But eventually, Jack decides he's just going to cut a deal with the devil. And so what, he gets him out and lets him transform? Just wait. <laughs> he frees him... From his coin oh, form. Oh, good, he does. Contingent upon <laughs> Satan's promise that he wouldn't bother Jack for a year. For one year? And if, and, no and, and if Jack should die, he wouldn't claim his soul. But so, after one year, he can bother him. The next year. <laughs> Shockingly <laughs> oh enough. God. Glad you asked. <laughs> the next year, the devil turns up, I'm assuming, to get some of his own back. Uh -huh. uh, and Jack tricks the rather stupid devil. Also, he wasn't just like, oh, shit, I thought you'd forget. Uh, no. You remember that time I had you in my pocket for like a decade? Yeah, well, How long did he have him? Uh, it doesn't say. It just says that, that he, you know. Had it, he, he made the promise, and it says the next year, so I guess, I don't know how long he carried him around in his pocket, but, you know. I'd love some, to know that. Yeah, well, no one seems to be able to tell me, but. Okay. Mm. 
So the next year he turns up. Okay, yeah. So Devil turns up. He's not happy. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine why. Yeah, I know. You know, he's spend a year like, mm, okay. Um, so Jack tricks the rather stupid devil into climbing a tree to pick a piece of fruit. Why? No, get got nothing. Make apple cider, got no clue. Um, God, I love apple cider. And, and the theory is that it may have something to do with an apple eye, but, you know, again. Why do these stories always, always have an apple? an apple. I don't know. <laughs> so anyway, devil climbs up the tree. Well, then <laughs> Jack, in turn... Carves a crucifix in the bark of the tree. Oh my god. So, so he's stuck the, there. So the devil stuck up the tree. <laughs> but it's not made out of silver. Well, no, it's not. The tree's not made out of silver, but, but he carved the crucifix into the tree and the devil stuck up the tree. Now, <laughs> I, apparently the, the crucifix is actually the, the key to this, not so much the silver or what uh, it's in. Oh, okay. But I mean, I so think the, the silver... silver's not the key. No, but silver helps, I'm sure. And... An apple tree probably wouldn't hurt, too, so, you know. I have all of these things. I know, so you're safe, dude. We just need to get the she out of the front yard, or the front room, and take her <laughs> the down. The spare room. Yeah, there you go. Oh, Lord. You laugh about my spare room ghost, but that shit was scary, okay? Oh, whatever. So, anyway, he, he's got... Hope it fucking lunges out at you right now. He's you're got next him, to the door. He's got him stuck up a tree. Okay. <laughs> and he won't let him... <laughs> And he keeps him up there and won't won't let him down, won't remove the crucifix until the the devil promises not to come after Jack for another ten years. Oh, good. He's wisening up. Yeah, so now he's bought himself ten years. <laughs> uh, but, unfortunately, sometime soon after, we are just assuming that it's soonish. We don't have any actual idea about this. Of course this, not. But Jack would dies. be any time. Yes, but Jack dies. Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, there you go. You got okay. to work on your pantomime responses. You need to have like a sign to hold up <laughs> where you're like, sad sound. Have you not been to a pantomime? You should know. There's anytime someone, when Jack dies, it's, oh, yeah. Okay. Sorry. So, I'll work on that. <laughs> yeah, please do. So anyway, Jack dies and God being, well, God, um, decided he couldn't let such a, uh, well, no, if it had been a she, she would have welcomed him in and gone, Oh, dude, I so got to talk to you. How did you do this? But no, we're going with it's a he. Because he can't let such an unsavory creature into heaven. Patriarchy. And the devil, well, is still pissed about living in the pocket with the crucifix and the pocket lint, not to mention the whole up a tree thing. So The tree thing would have gotten me. Yeah, well, I don't Do you know how cold it gets? But, but pocket lint and the crucifix would have done i mean i would have been pissed too so you, you know. have to be outside where there are people yeah and wildlife yeah but pocket lint and mm. there's no coffee in a tree pocket lint <laughs> can't no <laughs> just just no outdoors <laughs> just no Ew, all the tree the, is worse. All of the above, just no. So you you understand Satan's position at this point. I really am sympathizing with yes, him. Yes, some right empathy now. here. Yes, absolutely. I probably shouldn't say that. <laughs> You're having sympathy for the devil. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you know? <laughs> Pleased to meet you. <laughs> oh my lord. Okay. Anyway, so 
it, he's still pissed, and, and he had, after all, promised that he would not take Jack's soul if he died. Okay. See fine print of contract, though. <laughs> he wouldn't let Jack into hell, either. No. Well, I mean, you know, it was... It, Jack didn't think it through. That's his house, man. Exactly. And he did promise, and he was keeping to his promise. So, I mean, yeah, the know, devil is, if nothing else, a reliable. man of his word. He is reliable. Absolutely. Not even a little. Yeah. Jesus. So, I mean, Jesus he... Franklin Christ. <laughs> so, Jack is sent off, is packing off into the dark night with a burning coal to light his way. Okay. He's just carrying this big. He's just like, fuck, what do I do now? Right, exactly. Guess I'll go for a walk. (laughs) Pretty much just wander the world. Okay, guys. Jack, being the the frugal sort, probably stole a turnip out of a garden, (laughs) um, carved it. Because nobody's going to eat it. And put the burning ember from from hell into the turnip (laughs) and has been roaming the earth ever since. So the Irish called the specter Jack of the Lantern. Jack O'Lantern. And eventually got shortened to Jack O'Lantern. So then, of course, it just becomes folklore and and Mm -hmm. legend. So the Irish and the Scots start making Jack's lanterns um, out of the things that were plentiful where they lived. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was uh, basically turnips and potatoes. I was about to say yeah. potatoes. Yeah, and I mean honestly, but yeah. without sounding no, but that, but quite honestly, that's what that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. And the the English used ginormous big beets. Do I you mean, know? I was wondering about whether beetroot would have been a wiser choice for Jack. Yeah. Well, I mean. But they, they, apparently that's what the English used. Okay. Uh, so when did it turn to pumpkins and why? Well, so, uh, well, the whole purpose of, of all of this uh, carving, uh, to put it in the, the, they would put the, lit, the, the carved root vegetables with some sort of candle in it, some mm-hmm. lighting. Um, and they would put it in the window, um, by the doors, uh, any opening into your home. Okay, to keep Jack out. To keep Stingy Jack and any of the other malevolent spirits during Samhain, to keep to ward them off, you know, protect your house. Kind of like holy water or a crucifix over the, the door. I don't have any of these things. I know you don't, but a lot of This old, is how I got a spare room ghost. This is exactly, if you'd put the crucifix up or use some holy water, you wouldn't have this problem. If only I believed in any of this well, shit. Most people don't, but they still use it. It works sometimes. I mean, you could try. Does it, though? Does well, it? either that, does it? Either... I guess we're door numbering, number twoing today. <laughs> yeah, so it so does. It, it definitely does. works. It's magic. Exactly. <laughs> Amazing. It definitely works. Oh my god. It's incredible. So anyway, the Sorry, when okay, all good. <laughs> so anyway, when people from the British Isles immigrated into America, um, and they brought, of course, the the legends and traditions with them mm-hmm. and this story and being practical people they started using the things that were plentiful in their new home which was pumpkin there wasn't as much of the the turnip and potatoes i mean you needed to eat but the pumpkin fruit you know they could use that yeah so that was that was how it turned into the jack-o'-lanterns being pumpkins oh 
I see. But I still like the turnips. And Same. the freaky-ass you... pictures. Oh, my God, they're the... terrifying, and I love them. And, I mean, I'm just saying, if you were Jack of the Lantern and you rolled I up I wouldn't go into a house that exactly. had that. Oh, no, I spilled kombucha on my notes. I would not be haunting a house that had that shit sitting out front. New, 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 new. Yeah, definitely not. No. And I thought a rutabaga would be a good one to, to carve. Mm. I, mean, I almost bought a turnip to carve for, for you tonight. Oh, did you? Yeah, because I love the, the turnip thing. I do too. Me and the Blackadder and the Baldrick, I like it. But I'm not giving the turnip industry any of my money. I don't need that shit in the supermarket. Oh, yes, you do. Nobody likes a turnip, okay? Don't look at me like that. You don't even like turnips. Yes, I do. No, you don't. I've never seen you have a turnip. <laughs> You've been not been paying attention then. I roast turnip all the time. Bullshit. No. No, next True time story. that you roast it, send it me send me a picture. Okay. You're going to do it now just to spite True me. True story. Ask your father next time you see him. Yeah. I'm I won't have to. He'll just text me. Uh-huh. As soon as he hears he will, this, he'll just be like, she does like turnips. And I'll be like, she paid you to say that. <laughs> and parsnips. Everyone likes a parsnip. Okay, but turnips, parsnips, carrots, um, and some sort of pumpkin or squash um, and cauliflower all mixed together. Welcome to Joyce's Recipe Podcast. Yes, exactly. I can teach you how to do these things if you really want to find good. Well, after you've carved the turnip, then I'll show you how to do this stuff. No, I'm good, bro. Okay, fine. Don't carve me a turnip, and I won't give you any good recipes. So there. Mate, I've got Google. <laughs> well, also, I'm good at recipeing. Okay, fine. It's just the wording you have trouble it's with. It's just wording. <laughs> okay, fine. All right. And so. following a linear line of thought. <laughs> linear? Is that the word I'm looking for? We'll go with it. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean. I know what you mean. <laughs> Is it my turn now? It's your turn now. Hand me the gem before you start. No, it was really hard for me to reach without bumping my head. Oh, for fuck's sake. Okay. Fornication. Really? <laughs> Just say it. Have you finished your tea? Yes. So is it going to be like the coffee fiasco? <laughs> it wasn't a fiasco. Well, yeah, it was a fiasco. Never what mind. What are you going to do with your tea bag? <laughs> <laughs> you sicko. You didn't have to. <laughs> oh, Lord, there's nothing like choking on tea. Okay. On um, your tea bag. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ, are you having any kombucha with your gin? Probably not. Franklin? <laughs> Becky? Becky? Jesus Christ, Becky. <laughs> um, <laughs> I keep forgetting James. Same. Hi, James. Whoops. <laughs> Um, so, you know how much I love houses. Yeah. I love a nice house. Uh-huh. And this one's a whopper. Uh-oh. This place is supposedly one of the top ten... That's kombucha. She's not peeing. One of the... To- <laughs> yet. Yeah. One of the top ten haunted places in the USA. Okay. It's the Limp Mansion. Where... Not limp, like... Yeah. Okay. Flaccid. Right. L-E-M-P. Where is it? And this place has been so many things. Where is this mansion place? I'm going to tell you if you just hold your horses. Oh, 
get to it. I'm getting to it. So, Johann Adam Lemp, usually he's called Adam, moved from his birthplace of... I didn't look up how to pronounce this because I just think it's more fun trying to do it on the fly. Oh, yeah. Also, I forgot that I put a German word in there with an umlaut. <laughs> oh, no. Gruningen? Gruningen? Somebody's going to email me and tell me I got it wrong, but that's okay. I definitely got it wrong. Germany. <laughs> he moved from his birthplace of something Germany <laughs> to the U.S. in 1838. He settled in St. Louis, Missouri, even though he had apprenticed. At, he was also apparently headed for Cincinnati, but then was just like, nah, I'm going to keep, gonna keep going. We're not stopping here. Well, you know. Um, and <laughs> even though he had apprenticed as a brewer in Germany, he decided to open a grocery in his new home. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to tell me he was one of those Anheuser-Busch people that, that started the... Just wait, just oh, wait. Oh, okay, all right. Just wait. Oh, okay, but wait, there's more. <laughs> but wait, there's more. Okay, gotcha. For the low, low price of... <laughs> oh, oh, eight. Oh. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Um, his shop was called A. Limp and Co. <laughs> Family Grocery. I'm sorry, but aside from the fact that limp makes you think of penises, if that name is not wholesome as Franklin, I don't know what is. <laughs> um, oh, and fun little side note here. The spot where his grocery was is now the Battle Dome. Which I really hope is for Pokemon and not like sports ball stuff. I mean, what's, a, what's the... Uh, I think it's where like football teams and stuff play or hockey or something. It's a stadium. Okay. Not a clue. But, all right. Never heard it's of it. It's a thing. It's a thing. Apparently. It. it came up a lot. Okay. No idea. Um, missed a real good dick joke opportunity there. Uh -uh. Um, before too long, though, the lure of lager got him. Okay. <laughs> and Johan was brewing again. His grocery then became one of the only ones to sell beer. And it was super popular because his lager was much lighter than the dark beers that were available elsewhere. Mm -hmm. And people love their beersies. Mm-hmm. So, of course, this led to a career change. Well, as would, yes. By 1840, he was focused on brewing. His okay. brewery became one of the first to produce German lager in the U.S. Okay. So, so far... Like, he's so, on to a winner here. Yeah, I mean, so far, I've, I've so good. Yeah, okay. Yep. Um, he started the Western Brewery, is what it was called. Okay. I... Um, this was on South 2nd Street... And is around where the southern end of the Gateway Arch stands now. Okay. So he's all over the landmark game. Wow. Um, like the original Monopoly man. Yeah. I was going to say, does he have the top hat? The monocle? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, the business was so popular that he had to expand his storage into some nearby caves. This uh, was to use the natural refrigeration of, of the caves. caves. Right, okay. But I also sense. think it's just cool. Ha. 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 You see what I did there? Oh, God, yes. I, I actually wrote that unintentionally and then stopped myself and went, wait, what? Oh. Wow. <laughs> yep. I'm so punny. You are punny. That's <laughs> you. 
Um, by the 1850s, the Western Brewery Company was one of St. Louis's largest and was winning awards. This made Johann Adam Limp a millionaire. And just to put this into perspective, if he only had $1 million then, that is the equivalent to $25,770,297.03 today. One million? Mm-hmm. If he only had one million. But he didn't only have one million. I don't million. know how much he I'm had, because sure I didn't had, look that up. I'm sure he I was had focused one. on the spooky shit, not, uh, the, not monetary the monetary shit. Yeah. I'm um, sure he had multiple millions. But yeah. Okay. James is probably in the other room right now going, how much money did he have? <laughs> Tell me. He's cringing because he doesn't know how rich the guy was. What were his assets? <laughs> and um, how do we attach them? So um, dude was loaded and the rest of his family was as well by extension. Uh-huh. Of course, that meant they were viewed a certain way in society. And they became kind of like tabloid fodder for mm-hmm. what it was back then. Um, anyway, Adam, Johann Adam, died in 1862. So the brewery passed to his son, William, mm-hmm. who had been serving as an orderly sergeant for the... Uh, I su- I assumed you'd know what that was. Yeah, okay. Okay, an orderly sergeant for the Union during the Civil War. Um, In 1864, he expanded his father's brewery by building above the caves that had been used as refrigeration. Okay. The brewery wound up covering over five city blocks. Wow. And eventually, he changed the name to the William J. Limp Brewing Company. (laughs) And appointed his son, William, oh, Billy, yeah. is what he was also called, as vice president. And his other son, Louis, as superintendent. Okay. Louis or Louis? Who knows? It's hard to I'm say. going with Louis because they lived in... St. Louis. St. Louis. Right. Yes. Okay, gotcha. Um, oh, whoops, I've picked up a wrong paper here. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Jesus. And I just threw a pen. Sorry for everyone's ears. Um, (laughs) However, it was his fourth son, Frederick, that he hoped would take over the business. Is this one of those dad always liked you best? Yeah, he was like his favorite. Okay. So back in the 1860s, William Limp had purchased the property now known as Limp Mansion. This is, they were like all using it. Um... It was intended to be used as both a residence and an office for the brewery. Okay. Uh, The place was massive. It was like this big Victorian mansion. It had 33 rooms over three floors, not including the attic. Dear Lord. So really, it's a four-story house. And there were how many people living in it? Oh, just like him, his wife, his four sons. Okay, so six. I suppose their wives. Oh, okay. So they had all... And it also had offices. Like, the place was probably a a little bit busy. They they were actually using the space then. I assume. Um, Making a lot of assumptions here. Mm -hmm. Door number two and all that. Um, It had all the modern amenities, like a radiator system. Wow. Which was installed only five years after the patent for radiant heating 
was lodged wow. in 1879. So they installed it in 1884. Hmm. A tunnel was also built to run from the house to the brewery via the caves. Okay. And the family also had a conservatory where they kept exotic birds and plants. So fancy. I'm telling you. Yeah. Wow. But back to the brewery. I just had to side note to talk about the house because... You just love Well, yeah. also, like, this is a story about a haunted house and I haven't brought up the house, so... Yeah, true. Okay. Anyway, so. back to the family. They were unaware that Frederick was not actually very well. Um, like, he had never been super healthy, but they didn't know why because it was 1860-something. Right. Um, so, in December of... 1902 he died of heart failure oh. so it wasn't 1860 something it was 1900 but how old was the kid when he died? oh i don't know you ask me things that i didn't oh, write down sorry. i just assumed it and i did this research a while ago yeah i know i i know my we yeah. intended to record last week for this and yeah. then we didn't because yeah life mm -hmm. um where was I? He died of heart failure. Right. So this destroyed his father, William. Right. Then in January of 1904, William lost another loved one when his BFF, Frederick Pabst, died. <laughs> That's Frederick Pabst of Pabst, Pabst Brewery. Blue Ribbon. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Unable to cope with these losses, William Kemp, Lemp, sorry, Lemp. Um, shot himself Aww. and died at 10.15 on February 13th of 1904 in mm -hmm. his bedroom uh -huh. of his house. Uh -huh. The house that we're talking about. Uh -huh. Okay, cool. Just connection. Okay. <laughs> um, William was instrumental in establishing nationwide distribution of beer and also in the start of not only Pabst Brewing, but also... And Hauser and Bush. Mm-hmm. So he's a big effing deal. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds like, yeah. Yeah, he yeah. Was... Like, his daughter married into the Pabst family, I think. Mm. Um, I didn't look into her because she doesn't have anything to do with the house, really. Yeah, I mean, unless she either killed somebody or killed herself and haunts the house, then, yeah. That's mm, maybe. Maybe. But maybe oh. not. I don't really know. Because I didn't pay attention because okay. I did this a couple weeks ago and I'm a few gens in now. So oh, it's fine. We're, we're door I'm fine. We're, we're going door number two. So everything's true. Yes. It's all true. Everything I say is a thousand percent true. Always. Don't question it. Ever. <laughs> um, so in 1904, William Jr., Billy, took over the company and along with his wife Lillian, led an extra lavish lifestyle. Billy and Lily. <laughs> Billy and Lily. Okay. Lavish and debaucherous. Oh. Debauchery. Uh-oh. Um, so we're talking non-stop parties, beers flowing all the time, everywhere. Lillian loved to shop, and he grew a little bit tired of her, and he basically told her he was going to give her $1,000 a day, and she had to spend the entire amount Every single day, or he wouldn't give her any more money. <laughs> oh, so what she, a rough, horrible existence! She spent her day spending a thousand, or her days, multiple, spending a thousand dollars a day <laughs> shopping because she had to. But oh, um, she <laughs> loved the color lavender, 
So she wore exclusively lavender clothing and accessories. Not lilac, but lavender. Lavender. Oh my god. Um, and she had her horses harnesses dyed to match and when i first read that i read it as she had her horses dyed to match and i was like wait this bitch dyed her horses Horses. (laughs) no no they're harnesses it's fine i have reading comprehension i can do this (laughs) fine um william jr though was a playboy and the rumor is that he fathered an illegitimate son who was kept hidden away in the attic. This has been vehemently denied by some members of the family. The Anheusers and the peps and the thises and the thises. (laughs) And the limps. And the limps. But it has been confirmed by a nanny and a chauffeur. So, who knows? Door number two, he had a son. He had a son, absolutely. But it's real sad and gross, and I hate it, because the story is... horrific definitely not okay in any way and also really upsetting so if you want to skip 15 seconds do it now but the story is that the boy had down syndrome and that's why he was hidden away from the public and he is one of the spirits that's often cited apparently he lived in the attic his entire life Um, I'm not going to repeat what he's called because it is disgusting just move on but yes um, William began to let the company slide over the well, years. He, he just busy. lost interest. He was busy. He was busy whoring. Fucking Seriously. and drinking. Yeah. That's all he I did. Mean, come on. He had beers, he had lemons. What's it, you know, what's with the business thing? Yeah, why run a business that gives you the money when you can spend the money? Right. I mean, doesn't the money just like... It grows on trees. trees. (laughs) Where the devil lives. (laughs) That conservatory that they have with the exotic birds is where the money comes from. That's where the money tree was. Yes. Got it. Oh, good to know. Yeah. Got to build us a conservatory. (laughs) You really need one of those. You really, really need one of those. Yeah. So um, that, along with fierce competition, meant that by World War I... The brewery was on Struggle Street. I'd say. Then Prohibition happened oh. and yeah. the plant shut down entirely. And apparently the way that the workers found out, this guy's such a piece of shit. The way the workers found out that they no longer had a job is that they turned up one day and the gates were locked. locked. Like, fuck now, this guy. Well, that happened to a lot of places, though. Yeah, fuck them all. Union. Well, <laughs> yep. There's a reason for There's unions. a reason that, that they came about during that period yeah. of time. Um, tragedy stu- struck again on March 20th of 1920 when William's sister Elsa, who was in an unhappy marriage. Oh, maybe this is the one. I didn't pay attention, but she might be the one that married the perhaps people. Anyway, she was in an unhappy marriage and she allegedly died by suicide. And I say allegedly because it's shady as fuck and possibly murder. Crime scene photos like show no blood, but she was shot through her chest and it went out. Her body, but there's no blood. Okay. Like, it's real shady. And there's a lot of theories that she was murdered. Wow. By her husband who did not like her anymore. I was going to say, yeah, so he was, he was over it and just <laughs> took the... 
Yeah. Most efficient way out. <laughs> and at this scene, William Jr. said, Well, that's the limp family for you. <laughs> I really feel like that's the kind of thing that <laughs> you might say. Yeah, moving on. <laughs> I mean, maybe not about that specific circumstance, but... but just generally, yes. In just, general. Yes, that's, I've, I have been known to utter statements similar, so... Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Um, William Jr. announced in June of... Wait, hold on. I have skipped a page. Sorry. Real long... Oh my gosh, I completely skipped that they split and it was, like, talk of the town. Did I skip that? Yeah, but that's, um, it's okay. So, anyway. So she's dead. Okay, yep. so now we've got, dad killed himself. She's killed herself. She's killed herself. The, the, the son has son in the likely died in the attic. And then we've got the other son who died. And these all died in the house. Mm-hmm. And then... In June of 1922, William announced that he was going to sell the property. Then he didn't, because in December of that year, he sent his staff home, then went to his office and shot himself in the heart. Okay, so so far we've got five that we know of that are dead in that house. Yeah. Anybody seeing any problem with selling this place? Then, in 1945... Oh, for fuck's sake, are you kidding me? Another one? It's not funny. This is... No, it is funny. I'm no, sorry. no. Dying by suicide is never funny. No, but I mean, the fact that there are this many people who have, are dying in this house, either murder... By one way or another. By, 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 so, or by crook, they're dead still in so this house. In 19... There's 33 rooms. Like, your chances are... <laughs> in 1945, in the room right next to the one that... To the one that William Jr. did it in. Charles A. Limp, then 77, also died by suicide, shooting himself. Why are they all doing this? Okay, so basically Um, you have to be really careful which rooms you Airbnb out, right? (laughs) I mean, when you put in your request, you go, can I please have a non-murder room? There aren't any. (laughs) He was the last Limp to live in the house. Oh my god. And he was also the only one to leave a note. And it said, In case I am found dead, blame it on no one but me. What the fuck? Okay. In case I am found... How else are they going to find you? What are they going to find you? Part dead? (laughs) I'm only half dead. It's only a flash wound. I feel happy. Like, no. So, the reason that we're all here, door number two, the hauntings. People claim that, there's a list, I've got like two pages of a list and I'm just going to run through them. (laughs) Heavy metal doors will unlatch and open on their own. You've got the standard cold spots, orbs Mm. and photos, EVPs, etc, etc. People hear voices and pounding on walls, not just like little knocks, but like Pounding on the walls, like banging. There are sightings of the little boy. Mm -hmm. Electronics frequently malfunction, like TVs will be on and running, then they'll turn off, then not turn on again for the duration of 
when people are staying there. Uh -huh. Or like phones will, their screens will start changing color. Um, there are also piano, there's a piano that just sometimes plays on its own. And it's not a player piano before you ask. I'm still working on, do people stay there? Yeah, I'm going to get there. Um, a man has been spotted in the window of empty rooms and also just in rooms and in the hallways. Like this guy just turns up and then vanishes. One guest claimed that at 3.10 a.m. when she was staying there, she was awoken by a whisper right in her ear saying, you need to go. <laughs> I like that you jumped. So she noped the fuck out of oh, there. Smart girl. Mm-hmm. And she's still alive, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just checking. Another was <laughs> another person like said that they were staying there and they decided to give like some of their friends that were also staying there a fright mm -hmm. by like making loud noises and shouting and stuff when they didn't know that they were around. Um, and then she woke up in the middle of the night with somebody shouting in her ear saying, you sure have a potty mouth. <laughs> and I feel seen. Okay. I too have a potty mouth, girl. I just... Um, oh. in 1975, the Pointer family bought the house and began renovation work. They were turning it into a restaurant. Um, a 33-room <laughs> mansion restaurant. I, okay. Um, they reported feeling as though they were being watched. They also, like, not in a fun way, like in a yeah. get-out-of-my-house kind of way. Yeah, yeah. mm-hmm. Um, loud bangs. Again, the piano played on its own. There were phantom horse hoof clip-clopping sounds. Um, people <laughs> would vanish before their eyes. Like, they'd, like, come into a room, see somebody standing there, and then they'd just be gone. Um, uh, these people are still the owners. You're kidding. I don't know why, but they are. There's also doors that slam. Um, William Jr., uh -huh. creep, is said to be seen trying to peek over bathroom stalls. Which is I... real gross and ooh, and could he not? Okay. Um, there's also strange smells and perfumes that have been reported. These people cannot keep staff. Do, what, do you think? <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Like... They frequently lose staff members over these experiences. Um, yeah. um, so the house is now like a bed and breakfast type of accommodation. Uh, and a restaurant and a function venue. <laughs> people, people have their weddings there. No, 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 just no. Are you kidding me? No, not even a little. And I didn't even write down all the hauntings. I mean, okay, I could see having a wake there because, I mean, you know, what the hell? I mean, just another Everyone else dies there. Two at the party, but... Make it a hospice or something. Seriously? No, don't. That's not nice. I shouldn't have said that. I... Is it making money? Yeah, they're really popular. And they have, like, um, ghost tours like the Winchester House does. Okay, I mean, I get the ghost tours. Okay, I can yeah. see where that's a money-making venture for this property. And they hold, like, mystery dinners. Uh, okay, yeah, if, if you, yeah, 
I can see that. Like, you know, when you go to, a, like, a murder mystery dinner? Right. And it's all but, actors. But, but weddings and, and, and engagement parties and birthday parties mm-hmm. and, you know, I'm not seeing where that's a really spectacular idea. I'm just Apparently a lot of people way. think it is. They're crazy. <laughs> I'm just telling you now they're crazy. <laughs> no. I mean, that, that, what the hell's, good lord. Mm. Okay, it's so, the whispering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's, that's the thing that's, that would just nope, that, nope, absolutely not. That would be it. No, I mean the 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 weirdo things appearing and disappearing. All right, fine, I can. Really, you can get down with I, that. No, I'm, but I can I can work with that. I can work around that. You can convince yourself you didn't just see that. Right. You know that it was just a. You know, Something in your peripheral vision that just, you know, I mean, I, I, I can rationalize that. Mm-hmm. I hear something whispering in my ear and telling me to get out. My ass is out. <laughs> it's just, no. <laughs> Why in, oh, dear God. People just, people are crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's official. Bitches be crazy, It y'all. is official. <laughs> people <laughs> do, no. And, and it's a money-making concern. I was just joking when I said Airbnb. But I know, but you kept saying things that were actually but they, they're, real. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, go visit. You if know. you are in St. Louis, and we can see where people are listening from, so I know that there's some mm-hmm. of you there. Let us know if you've been there. Cause oh, please. I want to know if this place is as creepy as it sounds. I mean, this, now, I... I, not with a 10-foot pole could, would I touch the front door of that place. No. <laughs> no. I mean, I would. No, no. Something whispering. No. The minute you said whispering in my... No. My favorite thing was you jumped when I whispered. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Just nope. <laughs> I can't even stand it when your father walks in the, the, the bedroom in the morning and brings coffee. Does he whisper to you, your coffee's here? Yes. Oh, does he? What he, a creep. Well, he does Don't now, do that, Dad. But, but he, he, he used to, here's your coffee. And it would scare the big Jesus out of me. I, I just, no. Don't, don't. How have you not accidentally committed a murder? Well, probably because nobody would believe it was accidental. So. <laughs> I mean, you know. I mean, like. I mean, I could try to plea accidental, but I'm going to go with no one's going to believe me. So, yeah, I just would rather not take the chance. I'd yeah. rather just let it be an accident. Oh, <laughs> Where oh I was my not God. A, not a willing participant. Okay. Well, God. on that note. On that fun note. <laughs> God. Um, oh. You can find us. <laughs> On in the foyer, <laughs> in the foyer, <laughs> on Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, or Podbean. And please do write and review us if you'll be nice to us. That would please. be that would super. be really super. Yep. Um. Also, if you want, you can email us on. Yeah, that happened. Pod. At, at gmail got, gmail.com good grief <laughs> you can also find us on instagram at yeah that happened pod twitter at ythpodcast 
Facebook at... Yeah, that happened. Yep. Get us in all your head holes. <laughs> that just sounds... In so your weird. ear holes. Yeah, okay. By yeah. listening. In your eye holes by looking at us on Instagram. Um, and looking and, at the creepy turnips. <laughs> and coming out of your mouth hole when you tell people about us. Yeah, there we go. See, I covered almost all the holes in your head except your nostrils. If you want to ground us up and snort us, you have to wait till my mother dies and I will gladly sell you her corpse for that. (laughs) Corpse medicine at its best. Yes. (laughs) I can fix what's wrong with your head. (laughs) Absolutely. That's it. She definitely can't. Do not take that as medical advice. Um, also, go listen to Coffee and the Macabre, because they're amazeballs. Yes, they really are. Yes. Alright, is that us? It's us! Yay! Finished in the foyer today. Alrighty. That sounded gross. Yes. Um, anyway, thanks for listening listening to to all all the worthless worthless shit shit we we know. know. Bye. Bye!